We were in prayer earlier, and I really do believe that God is going to move. So I'm going to pray, and then we're going to go get into the Word and see what God is going to do. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for the privilege of sharing your Word, for the privilege of sharing on the topic that we're talking tonight. And Holy Spirit, I declare my dependence upon you. I ask that you remove me from behind this pulpit. May you speak to us tonight. May you change our lives. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. 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 We have been in a sermon series called Basics, and we have been doing this for about five weeks. And tonight, we are starting our two-week conclusion of this sermon series. And tonight's title is, The One Who Makes Jesus Real. Everybody say, The One Who Makes Jesus Real. So we're going to talk about that tonight. I'm really excited. But before we do, let's recap because, again, it was five weeks, and most of you guys probably only remember bits and pieces of this. So kind of recap a little bit on what we have been talking about. Again, we're talking about basics, and we define basics as the following. It's on there. Forming an essential foundation or a starting point, the fundamentals. Again, our heart in this series is that we teach you guys the fundamentals of Christianity that you can succeed in your walk with God. That is the whole purpose of this series. And in this series, we've covered topics like pick Jesus. We talked about that for two weeks and the importance of picking Jesus and making him part of your team really for you to become part of his team. And then we talked about worship. Do you guys remember that one? Mr. Daniel did a great job teaching on worship. And then we talked about heaven. Anybody remember that? We talked about heaven, how we should be longing for heaven, how amazing heaven is going to be. And then last week we talked about the word and prayer. And I just want to brag on Mr. Daniel, wherever he's at. I can't see him right now. And Pastor Tony, um, they're back there somewhere. Uh, I just want to tell you guys, they did a great job, and I'm really, really proud of them. So could you guys, could you guys give them a hand really quick? They did phenomenal. I'm just really, really proud of those guys. For stepping in and teaching, so super, super well done, guys. Now, tonight, I want to talk about a person, a person that is of extreme importance in all of our lives, but a person that sometimes seems to be very forgotten, not just forgotten, but sometimes even placed in a box, confined somewhere where they can only do certain things, and sometimes even completely ignored. This person was referred to by someone as the Cinderella God, meaning the God that was forgotten, the one that was overlooked, the one that no one really talks about. And the person that I want to talk about tonight is Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is the one that seems to be forgotten a lot of times, and I want to talk about that because I believe He is very foundational to our Christian walk. So that's what we want to do tonight, and I'm excited because I believe tonight you will get to know him in a new way. We're going to take about 15 or so minutes talking and teaching on the Holy Spirit, and then at the end of the service, what I want to do is I want to actually experience Holy Spirit. And you're probably already noticing I'm not saying the Holy Spirit. I'm referring to him as Holy Spirit because that's actually his name, Holy Spirit. So all that we're going to be talking about is we're going to be referring to him, excuse me, as Holy Spirit, and again, it's going to be awesome. Let me ask you a question, starting off. Who do you think the Holy Spirit is? Okay, that's good. Good answer. Very good. What else? You guys just talk to me. Yes. What makes you get into worship more? Okay, just keep talking. Just a part of the Trinity, very good, I like it, keep talking. Guys, come on over here, we need some guys. Who is the Holy Spirit? The one, that, the one that gets talked about a lot that no one knows. Okay, the one that gets talked about but no one knows, very good. The Lord, the Lord. The Lord. very good, okay, awesome, that was a good one, I like it. And what else, come on. 
What else do we know about the Holy Spirit? What we feel in worship. Very good. I like it. The Spirit of Jesus Christ. Very good. Okay, you want to repeat that? That's good. That's good. Who else? Yes. Okay, if you're about to do something bad, he is the one that convicts us. That's very good. Wow, that was deep. What else? What else? This is good stuff. Okay, very good. Cool. Those are phenomenal and great answers. You guys did a wonderful job. Let me do this tonight. What I want to do is I want to give you three scripture references, and out of those scripture references, I want to give you a few things who the Holy Spirit is. Now, we are literally scratching the surface. This is not an in-depth study at all, but I want to just kind of talk about him, and I believe as we talk about Holy Spirit, he's going to fill this place with his presence. And then afterwards, we're going to see what he's going to do tonight. So that's what I want to do. Three scripture verses. And as we're doing this, this is how I study the Bible. So you can kind of see a little bit on how I study the Bible as we do. So the first one is found in 2 Corinthians 3.17. I want to read this to you. And then I'm going to give you a couple of things of what we can learn about the Holy Spirit. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Another translation says liberty, which is also one of the verses, obviously, for our church. So three things that I can grasp out of this scripture verse right here. Number one is the Holy Spirit, or Holy Spirit, He is Lord. And that's the first fill in your hand out. Again, a lot of this is kind of fundamentals, but we need to talk about it. He is Lord. So what does that mean? That means He is God. He's not just a mystical spirit or anything. He is God. He is the God. He's part of what somebody said, part of the Trinity. The Trinity, obviously, is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. He is God. So that's the first thing that we can learn that's really important. The second thing that we can see out of here, He, Holy Spirit, is not less than Jesus or the Father. He is the same. He is equal with them. He's not less. Does that make sense to you guys? Sometimes, again, the reason why we forget him because we feel like he is less than God the Father and less than Jesus. But he is with them. He's there. He's not less than Jesus or the Father. And I think that's a really important thing for us to grab. Number three is this. The purpose of the Holy Spirit is to bring freedom or liberty. The purpose of the Holy Spirit is to bring freedom or or liberty. See, when the presence of God comes in, when the Holy Spirit comes in, He brings liberty. In other words, when Holy Spirit comes in, what I refer to this, it's a game changer when He comes in, because everything changes when Holy Spirit comes in. When He touches you, everything is different. I remember uh, when I was 15, 16, 17, I started a, a really bad habit in my life. And that habit was I started to smoke. I know you guys would never do this, but I, I smoked, and I smoked for years, and I, and I kind of walked away from God for a little bit, and so I was doing a lot of things, but smoking was one of the addictions that I had in my life. And I tried to break that addiction over and over and over, and I never could. Till there came a moment in my life when God came into my life, and the Holy Spirit invaded my life, and at that moment, everything changed. See, I had tried to get rid of this addiction, and I couldn't. And when Holy Spirit invaded my life, everything was different. You know why? Because when Holy Spirit comes into your life, he pushes out all the junk. When he comes in and he invades you and his presence comes in you, all the bad stuff just kind of gets out. On the flip side, if you put bad stuff into yourself, you know what the Holy Spirit does? He withdraws. Because bad stuff and Holy Spirit, they don't mix together. 
But when the Spirit comes into your life, everything else kind of gets pushed out. All the bad stuff gets pushed out, and that is his, his purpose. His purpose is to bring liberty. I love what Mike Colino says. He says this, true freedom is a person, and your victory comes through his victory. See, some of you guys, you have been battling certain things in your life, addictions and things that you've been trying to kick out of your life, and you've been trying on your own, and what you don't understand is that what you need in your life is Holy Spirit. What you need in your life is his presence. And when he comes in, the other stuff leaves. You can't do it on your own, guys. You can't try, but you will fail. But when he comes in, everything changes. When the presence of God comes in, everything is different. So that was scripture number one. Scripture number two. We'll learn some more things about Holy Spirit. The Spirit in Isaiah 11, verse 2. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The Spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. So what can we learn? Who is the Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit is the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Some of you guys, you read the Word, right? Everybody reads the Word? We talked about this a little bit last week. You know how you understand the Word of God? The Spirit helps you understand the Word of God. He's the spirit of wisdom and of understanding. See, when we read the Word, here's what we should do. We should open up the Word and we should say, Spirit, Holy Spirit, Speak to me right now as I read the word. And when you do, do you know what happens? He speaks every single time. If you have a problem hearing God, open the word. Pray this every time, Holy Spirit, speak. What do you want to say to me? And every time we do, he speaks and there's things that come out. As a matter of fact, sometimes, you know, he, he can even tell you something about someone else. He could be sitting right next. John right now is sitting next to uh, Luke. So you could literally ask the Holy Spirit right now, John. What do you want me to say to Luke? And you know what Holy Spirit would do? He would tell him. Because he's the spirit of wisdom and of understanding. He, he will bring stuff to you. And uh, actually, I want you to do that really quick. John, I want you to talk to Luke, and I want you to ask the Holy Spirit and see what Holy Spirit is saying. Now, you are thinking, oh, man, I'm so glad it's not me. Actually, I want everybody to do this for a second. I want you to turn to your neighbor, and I want you to ask just to see, Holy Spirit, what are you wanting to say to that person? So just pray that prayer with you right now. Pray, okay, Holy Spirit, speak to me right now. I know the pressure is on, guys. The pressure is on. And turn to the person next to you and tell them what you think Holy Spirit is saying to them. Go. See, he's the spirit of wisdom and understanding. He speaks all the time. And it could be as simple as Jesus loves you. All right, now when you have it, tell your neighbor. Okay, let me ask you guys this. For how many of you guys, this is really hard? This was hard. Yeah, and don't, yeah, don't lie. You're in church, right? Don't lie. So if this was hard, raise your hand real quick. Here's the deal. It shouldn't be hard. And if we learn to have communion with the Holy Spirit and if we hang out with them, this is really easy. This becomes so easy. You can walk down the road and you can say, Holy Spirit, what do you want to say to that stranger over there? And he will speak to you. But the only way that you will do that is by spending time with him. You've got to be in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Number five, what we can learn out of this verse is that Holy Spirit is the counselor. He's a counselor. If we need wisdom and someone who counsels us, who is better than the Holy Spirit? 
No one. Pastor John refers to him as the Holy Spirit is common sense. And I love this, that he will never give you stupid advice. Your friends may. Sometimes even we as parents give some dumb advice, and sometimes as pastors we give some bad advice. But you know what? The Holy Spirit will never give you bad advice. When he gives you advice and gives you plans, they will never fail as long as you do what he tells you to do. They will always succeed. He is the counselor. Number six that we can get out of this verse is that the Holy Spirit is powerful. Did you guys know he's powerful? I mean, he is beyond powerful, beyond what you can imagine that powerful is. The Holy Spirit is extremely, extremely, extremely powerful. He is the force behind everything. Young people, listen to me for a second. What you feel in the services when God moves, who do you think that is? It's the Holy Spirit. He is the one when healings happen, it's the Holy Spirit coming in and healing people. We pray in the name of Jesus, but the Holy Spirit is the one. He's the force behind everything. He is so powerful. Some of you guys, you've had an encounter with Jesus, but it was the Holy Spirit that was on you. It's amazing. I remember, um, I remember times when I would literally be in the presence of God, and, and he would just knock me out. I remember times when, when we would pray for people, and, and we still do this obviously today, and we pray for their backs to be healed, we pray for sickness to leave, whatever's going on, the Holy Spirit will come in and heal. So the Holy Spirit is all-powerful. I have people ask me sometimes, why do people fall, you know, when the Holy Spirit comes? I think it's the wrong question. I think the question that we should be asking is, why wouldn't you fall? Do you think your body is designed to withstand the power of God? No way, right? Think about it from this perspective. How many of you guys like roller coasters? I love roller coasters. Now, there's something called G-force in roller coasters, right? And there's certain roller coasters you can get up to 6.3 G-force-wise, and when you go over that, what happens? You can't handle it. Your body passes out. You're done. That's just the G-force. Thinking about the Holy Spirit, you think you can handle the Holy Spirit when, comes in? when he comes in? Of course you're going to just kind of collapse because he is powerful. Holy Spirit is amazing. Now, he's not going to knock you out, so don't, don't figure out about that, but he is powerful. He's almighty. He's amazing. I love the Holy Spirit. Number seven, what we can learn out of this one, he is full of knowledge. Have you ever needed some knowledge? What do we do these days when we need knowledge? We Google it, right? He is way more knowledgeable than Google. He has infinite knowledge, guys. If you need something, he is the one. He is the one, not Google, but he is the one. The Holy Spirit is, has all the knowledge. Let me give you one more scripture, and then we're almost done. John 15, verse 26, again, talking about the Holy Spirit, uh, the God, the part of the Godhead. When the advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. The Holy Spirit here is called the advocate. He's a spokesperson for us. Number nine, Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of truth. He will always tell you the truth. Isn't that great? You know, when you have people around you, you never know for sure they're always going to tell you the truth. The Holy Spirit, it will always be truth. So if you ask him, guys, if Isaac is reading his Bible, which I know he is, and so Isaac is reading his Bible, and he's asking Holy Spirit for wisdom, is he going to ever lie to you? No. He will always tell you truth. And I don't know about you guys, but that gives me comfort. He is always going to speak truth. It's always going to be truthful. And so what is the primary role of the Holy Spirit? You want to find out what it is? Here it is. The Holy Spirit is the one who testifies about Jesus. It's the one who makes Jesus real. See, anytime you see the Holy Spirit move, what does he do? He always points towards Jesus. 
When you read this in the scripture, what does it say right there? He has come to testify about me. Who is it saying? It's Jesus saying that. He has come to testify about me. See, the Holy Spirit really is the representative of Jesus here on earth. He is here because Jesus is in heaven, and then he sent his Holy Spirit to come down here. Do you guys want to have, can we have a nerd moment? Is that okay? Anybody, any nerds in the house? So I'm like a Bible nerd sometimes. So here, here's my nerd moment. Uh, when, when the earth was created, in the first verse of the Bible, let me show you guys something. It's kind of fun to me, so I'm just going to put it up there. Genesis 1, 1, it says this. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the first and the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Number one, the Holy Spirit is mentioned in the first verse of the Bible. Number two, he was the first being or person ever to be on this earth. Kind of cool, right? I just thought that was neat. And then now Jesus is sending him, and he's here, and he's always around us. He's the representative of Jesus. Now, why is this so important? Why is it important that the Holy Spirit wants to make Jesus real? Because without Jesus, we have nothing. If you look at the core of Christianity, if you look at everything that we do, what is at the core of it? Is it not Jesus? Yes, absolutely. It's Jesus. He's at the core. So he is always pointing towards Jesus. See, without Jesus, Christianity is dead. Jesus is the core. And here's the problem that we have. Sometimes we don't see it that way. See, we think of Christianity as do's and don'ts and programs and all these different things, but in its simplicity, it's all about who? Jesus. And who makes Jesus real? It's the Holy Spirit. And we just talked about a little bit about who he is. See, if Jesus is not in the room by the Holy Spirit when we have church services, we do not really have church, do we? Without him, we have nothing. See, if we're here and Holy Spirit is not here, then we might as well all go home. No, seriously. It's good to have friends and it's good to hang out with them, but really, it's the Holy Spirit. And if he is here, then everything changes. He needs to be in this place. By the way, if uh, you want to preach, here's a good one. All preaching should point towards Jesus. And when you are done preaching, they should have learned something about Jesus and have gotten closer to him. If you don't succeed in that, your preaching kind of failed a little bit. It needs to point towards Jesus. When the Holy Spirit is pointing you towards Jesus, he's pointing you towards every answer to your every need. I love that quote. Now, here's what I want to do. I'm going to have Mr. Frankie come up, and he's going to play on the keys for us. And I want to close by us experiencing the Holy Spirit. And I want you guys to still be with me. So lean in, kind of get ready, because I believe Holy Spirit is about to move here tonight. Again, we just scratched the surface of who the Holy Spirit is. If you do a research on the Holy Spirit and study the Scripture, you will find that he is so much more than what we just talked about. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to ask Holy Spirit to speak to you this coming week. I want you to, when you're needing comfort, I want you to ask Holy Spirit, come for me, because he's also a comforter. When you need counsel, go to the Holy Spirit. Talk with him this week. For some of you guys, you have never done this. And I want to challenge you in this coming week to ask Holy Spirit, would you speak to me? As you open your word, would you speak to me? We're going to continue to teach on the Holy Spirit next week, but this week again, ask him to speak to you tonight and over this week. Heavenly Father, I pray right now that you would come. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would make Jesus real in this place tonight. God, I delivered what I felt you put on my heart. So Holy Spirit, now come in this place. Let it be so thick in this place that even the hardest of hearts, Father, will feel you tonight. God, I ask for your presence to come. 
I ask that you would fill this room, Jesus. Holy Spirit, come.